You're going where? You're doing what? Are you crazy, Aunt Tam? Make sure you subscribe. Welcome to Many Roads Traveled. I'm Tamara, and I have one question for you. Do you love to travel? Awesome! Well, then I invite you to join me on my 30,000-mile road trip from Paris to Cape Town back to Nairobi. One more thing. We'll be traveling back in time to 1993 before the internet, Google Maps, and cell phones. However, not to worry because I do give you up-to-date info on each episode. Plus, you can always find more information on my website, manyroadstravel.com. So, without further ado, let's hit the road! Welcome to episode 23! And on today's episode, I finally left Ethiopia and I'm in Kenya. So, this episode will be covering going from Mayales which is on the border, down to Nairobi. But before we pick up where we left off in the last episode, so if you, this is your first episode, you might want to go back to the beginning and come along on the trip the whole way. So for the podcast journey that you're also on with me, the top five countries this week are USA, Canada, Great Britain, France, and a tied for fifth with Israel and India. So thank you so much for listening. And also, I'm up to 64 countries that I have listeners from. So that is awesome. Thank you so much. And we'll also be covering uh, another 500 miles on this episode, taking us up to 12,500 miles. Okay, so we're on day 136. And yes, like I said, we just left Ethiopia. We're in so, uh, so there's Moyales in Ethiopia and Moyales in Kenya. So we crossed the border into Kenya and wow, just the crossing the border, what a difference it was. It just felt so much more relaxed and, you know, didn't feel much hassle about being a Ferengi or a foreigner, which now turns into being a Mzungu in Kenya, <laughs> which in Swahili, I think it means something similar to foreigner or white foreigner or something like that. Yeah, Ethiopia, I did have quite a lot. Uh, I mean, it was very hard traveling. I had a lot of crazy stuff happen and a lot of kind of, well, I almost died in a truck accident for one, but just a lot of hassle and even physical violence from kind of half the local people in Ethiopia for no reason. It was kind of weird. The other half were awesome and great. So yeah, it was just nice to be in Kenya for sure. Although I was exhausted and I was actually really sick with... Uh, my blood illness and also a bunch of my bed bug bites had gotten infected because like literally I think every single bed I slept in Ethiopia had bed bugs and fleas. So it was just brutal. So we found a cheap place to stay and I slept from 4.30 in the afternoon to 9 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it was cheap. Kenya was also really cheap. At the time, you got between about 71 to 81 Kenyan shillings to a US dollar. In 2020, it's about 111 shillings. Yeah, so like, for example, like juice was 10 shillings, or they had some lovely fresh bread, which was like 16 shillings, shillings, which was really nice because I didn't really like the injera and watch, which are the main staples in Ethiopia. So it was nice to get some nice fresh bread. And our, our room was only 50 shillings, like, you know, less than a dollar. Once we got into Moyeli's, Casey realized that he had his Walkman stolen. <laughs> Again, I don't know. It's so many mishaps. So that kind of sucked for him. Casey is my friend that I left Canada with, so I'm traveling with. Although not for much longer. 
Okay, so I'm not. I don't have as much details like day. You know, like last. Oh, so far I'm giving you days, but for some reason I didn't write in my journal for about three weeks. So this is all from memory. And <laughs> like I said, ninety three. So I will do my best. So kind of be more. Basically, it took for some reason it took about three weeks for my Ellie's. Well, not to get to Nairobi, but um, before we went to our next place after Nairobi, and this is now basically the beginning of June, and we left January 17th. So yeah, so the next day we uh, got on a bus and went to Marisit National Park, which is in North Kenya, and we ended up just staying a night there. Didn't really see many animals because we didn't do a tour or anything like that, but there's like 42 tribes in, in Kenya, so we did saw a lot of tribal people, which is really nice, and very like I said, people were super friendly. It was just uh, like it was a sigh of relief, basically. <laughs> I didn't have to worry that I might get punched in the face or hit by a stick or thrown rocks at or whatever, like Ethiopia. Yeah, so the next day from Marisat National Park, we got a bus to the equator, which is, there's a little town there called Nanyaki. And it was so cool. It's the first time I'd ever crossed the, in the equator. You know, there's a big sign there that you've crossed the equator. <laughs> but also like the the toilets there, like when you see the water, like it goes down the drain the other way from the Northern Hemisphere, right? I can't remember which way we go, clockwise or counterclockwise, but it's the other way. So you can go in one part and it goes, the clock, say, clockwise, northern hemisphere, and then you literally just take like a couple steps over and it goes counterclockwise. So that was pretty cool. And then we just continue on to Muru, which is right near Mount Kenya, and we stayed a night there. And Mount Kenya is like the second national or second highest mountain in Africa after Kilimanjaro. So it's about just under 5,000 meters tall, 4,800 or 4,985 meters. So 16,355 feet. Didn't climb it because <laughs> we just wanted to get to Nairobi. I still wasn't feeling great. So yes, we just stayed a night in, in Miru. And then the next day we headed down to Nairobi because it's only about three hours. And Nairobi is pretty crazy. <laughs> It was like like the biggest city we'd been in. Well, Addis Ababa, I guess, in Ethiopia. But I think like Nairobi just felt bit bigger and, you know, lots of traffic and everything. But we, according to Lonely Planet, we went to this area, which is near between like near River Road uh, and found a hotel, the Iqbal Hotel, which I just looked up and it's still going. It's still there. <laughs> I can't believe it. Spent a lot of time at the Iqbal Hotel. Because this trip, I ended up going to Nairobi three times. So yeah, the Iqbal is on, I think it's called Latima Road. Uh, but what the best thing, well, there's two best things about Nairobi. was one, lots of other travelers, like loads of travel. The most travelers we'd seen really in one place, probably since Egypt, I guess. But these were all backpackers too. So that it was just great. It's so nice because, you know, Casey and I have been traveling together for almost five months and we were pretty much sick of each other. <laughs> so it was amazing just to meet people from all over the world who are doing, you know, backpacking like us. So that was so nice. The second best thing was food. Lots and lots and lots of different food and good food and cheap. So it seems like I spent about, I don't know, 10 days in Nairobi. <laughs> Just, you know, getting things done and just kind of like, you know, meet, like I said, meeting people and eating. A lot of, a lot of eating and going to bars and clubs even. 
So, yeah, like lots of people say they hated Nairobi. I love Nairobi <laughs> for those two reasons, really. But yeah, that was pretty awesome. And like, and this area that you stay in is super dodgy. Like if you asked any local Nairobian person, they would be like, don't ever go to that area because it is dodgy. A lot of um, pickpockets and, well, yeah, robberies, I guess. Like we, uh, you know, after talking to some people, like I heard about three, this the three different sets of people that they, like this one couple, they literally had just flown in. Like Nairobi is the start of their trip. And back then which I think even probably now still, like the traveling kind of grapevine was between Nairobi to either Zimbabwe or Cape or South Africa. So kind of people went to Kenya, Tanzania, Malawi, Zimbabwe, South Africa. That's where most people did their their trips. So yeah, some of this couple and yeah, they just, so they've just flown in. I can't remember if they're English. I can't remember if they're, they're from Europe and just flown in, super excited to start their African trip. And so they had their backpacks on from the airport, you know, get a taxi to this like Latima road, which is like full of different, like cheap hotels and guest houses and bars and restaurants. And it was daytime too. And they got three guys jumped them with a knife to their throat and took their whole backpacks and money belts, so passports, money, everything, robbed them blind, and then took off. That Three times, three different people I heard that happen to. Crazy. The only thing that kind of happened to me, which is a super minor, <laughs> but it was annoying at the time. So like I said, you know, met lots of made lots of friends and everything. And one night we were going to one of our favorite restaurants and there was about 10 of us walking down the road and it wasn't too, you know, it was dark, but it wasn't too late. It's probably like, you know, six or seven o'clock at night. I was kind of near the end of the 10 of us in our group walking down there and I was wearing a baseball hat. And some dude just came up and took the hat off my head and took off. Well, I was having none of it. Remember, I got the nickname Tiger Lady in Ethiopia. (laughs) So probably very stupid of me, but I didn't even think. I just I just took off after him. And he had gone down all these back alleys and everything. Now, a few of the guys in the group, they saw what happened. So they took off as well. But they kind of went went down a different alley from me to try and, you know, I was following him to try and cut him off. So I'm running and I'm like yelling out, thief, thief, thief. And chasing all these back alleys. And then I'm almost caught up to him. And I'm still yelling out thief. And I think I might have even learned the word thief in Swahili. I can't remember what it is right now. But uh, so I was yelling that out. Well, this local guy <laughs> just literally clotheslined him. <laughs> and so he dropped to the ground. But then like three or four local guys just started kicking him. Like, And I was like, by the time I got there, I was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, he's had enough. It's just a hat. It's just a baseball hat. So I grabbed the hat. And then they were like, no, no, let us kill him. I was like, what? (laughs) No, no, no. They're like, no, because people like that give us all Nairobians a bad name and we hate thieves. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. So like he got up and ran away. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. (laughs) But that, like I said, that was the only thing, like super minor compared to having your whole backpack or money belts or both stolen. Yeah, so this probably would be a bit more of a shorter episode. <laughs> like I said, I don't have the details. Who knew back then that I was going to make a podcast 27 years later or whatever, however long it's been. So we did meet two other Canadian girls. Like I said, we met loads of people, which is awesome. Christine and Susie. 
basically one of the places that sold me on this trip because this was not my idea. This was my friend Casey's idea who talked me into going on this trip. And he'd lent me the Lonely Planet African shoestring. And I remember to try and, you know, get me to come. <laughs> and he obviously worked. But one of the, the places that really sold me was this island called Lamu, which is off the coast of Kenya, just down from the Somalian border. Christine and Susie, me and Casey, decided we're going to go to Lamu together. So that was cool. Christine was awesome. She was a great chick. She's from, from the West Coast. Susie was a different kind of kettle of fish. She was, your, you know, blonde, blue-eyed, pretty, but very spoiled. So I think she had quite rich parents. She was okay, but just super different to me, basically. You know, she would wear full makeup and... <laughs> And, you know, I'm like, what? But anyways, it was it was fine. So on the next episode, we'll we'll go talk about getting to Lamu because uh, that was a mission in itself and talk more much more about Lamu. So that'll be next week's episode. So I'll just go into my top tips for this week for Ni- for yeah, Kenya, Nairobi. And now it's time for Tam's Top Tips. So tip number one would be, yeah, do like climb Mount Kenya if you're into hiking. It's uh, supposed to be an amusement, like a beautiful hike. They say, you know, you can do three days, but that's a bit much to climatize yourself. So I'd say go at least four to five days. I mean, if you were to book it from home, you're looking at between two to $4,000 US for the whole everything, porters, all that stuff, food. But you can actually... And when I was there, it was only 500 bucks. So I guess I should have done it, really. I did climb Mount Kilimanjaro, so that's much later on in this uh, series. So, yeah, you can you can actually climb it without a guide, which is a little, I think, dangerous because you're very high up. And I guess, you know, the paths aren't necessarily marked very well up some places. But I'm all about budget. So <laughs> if you're on a budget, you can do it on your own. Or even better, I would say, is go to Nanyuki, which is that little town on the equator. It's probably your best bet to book climbing Mount Kenya stuff is, uh, from. So it's $170 to get into the park for three days. And then it's $20 more. So say $190. And then if you were to get a guide, like you just found guides, you can book them yourself. Like it's about $130 US a day. And a porter's $80. I think that's for the whole three, four days. And then food, you can also book food that they would sort out for you, which is about between $30 and $60. So Kenya is still pretty cheap. Like I'd say the budget for Kenya now is, depending on what you do, between $20 to $50 US a day. Uh, and then lodging is $20 a night. So you could probably do it for, yeah, a few hundred, you know, four or $500. So tip number two would be things to do in Nairobi, top things to do in Nairobi. So you can do a city tour and, you know, to see all of Nairobi, which is probably <laughs> a bit safer than, like I said, there's other dodgy areas of Nairobi as well as River Road area. But you can go to Karura Forest, which is just outside of Nairobi. You can also, which we I did go often actually to the Thorn Tree Cafe, which is at the bottom of Savova Stanley Hotel. And even the Queen stayed at this hotel. But the Thorn Tree Cafe, that it was founded by the Lonely Planet people. So it's really cool. And at the bottom of the cafe, there's this big, huge acacia tree. And it has, like, travelers can leave little notices on there. Or, like, especially back in my day, like, there was no internet. (laughs) You can just Facebook someone or anything. So especially when you're meeting up with people, like, say that you're doing, you know, a few days 
excursion or a safari or something like that, you could say, okay, this is to da, 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 I'll be back at this hotel on this date kind of thing. So it was really cool. Or there's lots of little tips and stuff people would leave. So yeah, you should definitely check out the Sarnetry Cafe, especially if you're a backpacker. It's a pretty cool place and they have some good food too. And also you could go to Uhuru Park, which is kind of like their central park, like in New York. It's just a nice place, especially Sundays, all the family, local families go there and have picnics and stuff like that. So it's a really nice place. Now, if you wanted to splash out <laughs> quite a lot, you could check out which what didn't exist in my time. Giraffe Manor Park. But I think the cheapest room was like 895 US a night. But you do get like giraffes sticking their head through your hotel rooms. So and there's giraffes all over the place. So it's supposed to be an amazing experience. If you've got the cash, I would do it. Or on the budget, which, as you know, I'm all about the budget, you could go right next door to that is the the Nairobi Giraffe Center. And that's only $15. And you get to pet giraffes and, and that's where they get looked after and stuff like that. So check that out. I would definitely have gone there if it was around in my time. Okay, and tip number three, if you do want to just like a local safari, if you'll have a few days in Nairobi, then I would suggest this one. You go to the Nairobi National Park. And that is uh, where you could, one of the very few places, sadly, in the world that you can see black rhinos. I did get to see a black rhino, but it wasn't at this park. They're amazing. And I don't know, there's probably like a handful left in the world. It's just super sad. And then for the, uh, like a day trip to that national park, the Nairobi National Park is between 50 and $100. So it's pretty reasonable too. And then my tip for women would be, as I said, Nairobi is pretty dodgy some areas so don't you know be be on your alert you know keep your valuables really close by they know where money belts which you usually wear around your waist are so i wouldn't wear my money belt out with me to be honest um keep it somewhere safe in your hotel and also like you know don't be walking with your phone in your hands or anything like that like keep everything in and just a little day pack close to you you can even get those like theft proof uh, day bags so they can't knife it or anything like that so that might be worth looking into but like i said i love nairobi <laughs> and besides the hat incident i didn't really have any problems there at all and i've spent a lot of like three times i spent a lot of time there and went was out at night walking by myself well with other people and that's another thing you'll meet so many other travelers that you're not often by yourself especially at night i mean but if you are nervous just you know you can always get taxis they're everywhere okay so a little short but sweet one today and so yeah next week we'll talk about the beautiful island of Lamu, which is one of my favorite places in africa and yeah check out the website and also leave your reviews i'm running out of reviews <laughs> oh no i did have one this week sorry i didn't read it out earlier it was a short but sweet five stars brave lady loving your adventures so thank you very much sarah deep yeah, so leave your reviews for me on Apple. You can get there either through my website, manyroadstravel.com, or that with a slash, forward slash, uh, Apple. I'll take you right there. Same thing with my YouTube. You can get there from the website or slash YouTube, manyroadstravel.com, YouTube, because that's up and running now. Okay, so I think that's a wrap. Oh, also on the website, I have put up some um, really great solo, like, holiday deals kind of thing for 2021. So take a look at that as well. Okay, so yep, that's a wrap for this week. And we'll see you next week. Until then, safe travels, one road at a time.